about whatever my name is Cameron and what is it you're truly scared of what is it that truly gets under your skin that makes your skin crawl that makes you look both ways when you cross the street that makes you regret going down that alley that makes you avoid going down that alley makes you always watch your closet at night today we are going to be talking about fears and all the spoopy stuff that goes along with it we will be talking about different phobias. We'll, I will talk about some of the stuff that personally scares me. And just, yeah, all kinds of stuff with that. So stay tuned. <laughs> Let's get into the topic of today's episode, fears. Now, fears, you know, everybody's scared of something. Even the people who are like, oh, I'm not scared of anything. No, shut up. You are scared of something. We all know it. It's It may not even be insects or something like that, but everybody, like, it could be like a fear of death, fear of uh, losing somebody. Like, everybody's scared of something. A lot of people are just too, like, they have too much pride to admit it. Um, one of the biggest thing that falls under the category of fears is phobias. Now, a phobia is defined as a type of anxiety disorder defined by a persistent and excessive fear of an object or situation. Phobias, t- phobias tip- typically result in a rapid onset f- of fear and are present for more than six months. So, <clears throat> and you know, treatments for phobias are like exposure therapy, counseling, meditation, exposure therapy, uh, I don't know the exact definition of it, but I'm guessing it's basically like going up to or basically exposing yourself to what you're scared of as therapy of, you know, con- like a conquering your fear type of thing. God, excuse me. You know, conquering your fear type of thing. Um, uh, a list of some of the more common phobias are like, uh, I actually, hold on, I need to pull up. The full list because the list that uh, Google's little preview gave me here is a bunch of horseshit. <laughs> but um, 10 of the most common phobias are uh, social phobias. Social phobias are the most common type of fear. They are considered an anxiety disorder and include excessive self consciousness in social situations. Some people can fear being judged so much they avoid specific situations like eating in front of others. Uh, up to 1 in 20 people actually have social phobia now that's different than having like normal anxiety because like i have anxiety sometimes a lot like sometimes if i'm in a big crowd i just you know i can't be there for more than like 20 minutes because i'm just like all right i'm uncomfortable let's go but a social phobia is different that is when you have so much anxiety about something that you're basically afraid of being in that situation and like you do you would do anything you would rather do anything else than be in that situation because it you know you've fear it so much 
uh, agoraphobia, which is a fear of open spaces. While it is generally understood to be a fear of open spaces, agoraphobia is a much more complex fear. It is a serious anxiety disorder that can trap people in their homes and or make leading a normal life next to impossible. Some people with agoraphobia avoid specific places or venues. Uh, acrophobia, which is a fear of heights. Some people fear heights so badly that escalators in, at the local shopping center give them vertigo. Vertigo is different to, you know, acrophobia, and it's the sense of uh, dizziness that people can develop. Uh, for others, a clifftop lookout or a tall building makes their head spin. Now, I have situational acrophobia. Like, I'm not really scared of heights, but I am sometimes. Like, like if I'm doing something at work or I'm on somebody's roof, like, blowing it off or cutting a branch, like, that's fine. Because usually I'm, like, if I'm, like, 12 feet in the air and I know I can jump down and land safely without breaking anything or dying, then that's fine. But say, like, I'm at a mall, like, I'm at Mall of America, and I'm on, like, the third floor, which is probably a good 30 feet from the first floor, from, like, the ground floor. If I look over the railing from the third floor to the, like, ground floor, that's when I get a little uneasy because it just everything clenches up. And in my head, I just envision, like, just plummeting to the ground. And what made the fear worse is that there's actually a case of somebody falling from that. Well, not the third floor, but from like the second floor, uh, there was a case. I'm sure, I don't know if it made national news, but pretty sure it did at this point. Uh, sorry. I didn't get some water. Uh, there was a case actually of a guy. I'm, many of you probably heard of the guy who threw the kid from the second floor of Mall of America. Luckily the kid Dorian, I didn't know you were a guest on the show. Oh, you're not a guest? Then shut your trap. But uh, there's the case. There's the kid that got thrown from the second floor at Mall of America, and luckily he landed on one of those like leather couch type deals. So, I mean, he's still he was still messed up. Like I think he still had some broken bones, but yeah, he was pretty good nonetheless. But yeah, a lot of people have a fear of heights, and it's understandable. I mean, just being that high up and feeling like you have no control. Um, they actually play that into uh, a couple of video games, like uh, the video game No Way Out. One of the characters you play as has a fear of heights, and uh, one of the the other character you play as in Last of Us Two has a fear of heights as well. And they even do that into the gameplay, where like if you're al- going along a ledge on like a high building and you look down, everything gets all like wobbly and stuff, and that's supposed to be your character's fear of heights. Um, the next one on this list is teromerhanophobia, which is a fear of flying. With all the media coverage of air disasters, it is understandable many fear being in a plane crash and hence have a fear of flying. But with more than 100,000 commercial flights around the world each day, the chances of being struck by lightning are higher than dying in a plane crash. Uh, next one, claustrophobia, fear of enclosed spaces. A lot of people have claustrophobia. And it's, I think that's one of the top common phobias now obviously if you don't know what claustrophobia is you know just ask anybody claustrophobia is basically if you're in a you know like you you're afraid of being in a small space you're afraid of being like in a confined space like basically if you were in a like in a packed elevator just being in a packed elevator for some people that's you know that's a that's a fear thing 
but sometimes sometimes I have claustrophobia. Like a lot of phobias, I can't really say I have just generally, but I just I have it situa- in situations. I have situational phobias where like a lot of times I'm fine, but then sometimes if I'm really stressed out or my anxiety is just running rampant. I do have a little bit of claustrophobia because I'm like, all right, I can't be in the small space. I need to be out. And a lot of, a lot of claustrophobia for me too, plays into the fact that I'm like six, three, I'm six, three. I'm well over 200 pounds. Like I don't fit in tiny spaces that well. <laughs> so yeah, I have situational claustrophobia. Um, next one is entomophobia or fear of insects. They are small. They crawl, and they often bite. So it's understandable why many people do not like spiders and insects, but they are a crucial link in the food chain, and we cannot live without them. Now, I don't have a huge fear of insects. I only, like, I don't fear insects, but I do fear, I do have a fear of, uh, like, like wasps and hornets, only because I was stunned multiple times as a kid. And I think one time as a kid, what really got me is that I was just minding my own, bu- my own business. I was a... Uh, at my grandparents on my mom's side, I was down at their farm and I was sitting on the trunk of one of their cars and I was just playing my Game Boy. Just, I had a Game Boy Advance at the time. I was just sitting there, you know, gaming, all of a sudden just zoop right on my arm and it just, it, it scared the shit out of me. It was terrifying. And yet yeah, to this day, I still am uncomfy around anything that has a stinger. <laughs> um, the only other insect I have a fear of is cicadas. Because I had never really seen a cicada. I only I'd only heard them because if you don't know what a cicada is, just think of a really hot summer day and you just hear that loud buzzing noise. That's that's cicadas. But I had never seen one. I had only heard them. And the first time I saw one is when I was mowing at work. And one latched onto the back of my neck. And I didn't know what it is. So I was just like, what the fuck? So, yeah. That's, I just, uh, I don't like them. Cicadas are like, they're like flies. But imagine a fly like, you know, ten times, like ten times the size of a normal fly. And they're just ugly and loud. I don't like it. No one likes it. All right, so keeping keeping on with uh, this list, the next one we have on here is Ophidiophobia, which is a fear of snakes. Indiana Jones famously quipped, I hate snakes, and he is not alone. A fear of all things lawn and venomous is way too common. Uh, great, the great thing about snakes is that if you leave them alone, they will leave you alone. Now, I personally don't have a fear of snakes. I actually love snakes as long as, you know, it's not going to kill me. But, yeah, that's mainly the thing about snakes. Like, you don't piss them off, you know, they won't have a reason to attack you. Cynophobia, uh, this one, actually, I know a bunch of people have. Cynophobia uh, is a fear of dogs. Uh, a fear of dogs is a common phobia, particularly among children and door-to-door sales agents. The fear can be exacerbated by a negative experience with an animal and can be one of the most difficult phobias to conquer given canines can sense people's fear. I actually, I know a lot of people, uh, an ex of mine, no, she doesn't really have a fear of dogs. She has a fear of like a particular breed. Like she had a fear of uh, Rottweilers because as a kid, she was a, she and uh, her, her dog at the time, Husky, her, 
Husky at the time were attacked by a Rottweiler. And I completely understand why people have a fear of dogs. Because, I mean, if you're at a young age and you get attacked by a dog, like, that memory is not going to go away for a while. Especially if you don't, like, actively, actively, like, seek therapy or seek a way to overcome that fear. Dorian, knew it. Come here. Knew it. Come here. There, you wanted to be featured so badly. There you go. But, <laughs> speaking on the other side of it. Yeah, I totally understand why people have a fear of darts, because just at a young age, like, if you have a really bad experience, that can mess you up for the rest of your life. Uh, next one on this list is astrophobia, which is a fear of storms. It is understandable why the booming sound of thunder can send people's hearts racing and a fear of storms is common. Realistically, it's lightning that can hurt people, but the chance of that happening is remote. I actually have a uh, friend who, that he used to be, he used to have astrophobia because there were a couple times where he was over at my house and it was during a thunderstorm and he, every time it thundered and lightning, he would just freak the fuck out. So I'm not going to name names, but if... You happen to listen to this, you know who you are. I'm sorry for calling you out, man. Uh, which next one, or the last one on this list, is trypanophobia, which is a fear of needles. Having a sharp piece of metal stuck in your arm is always an unpleasant thought, and many people develop a strong aversion to needles. But needles are typically worth the pain, with them either delivering vaccinations, uh, delivering blood donations, or helping to investigate a potential illness, even creating a tattoo. Uh... I've never really had a fear of needles, but I've always felt uneasy. I just, I, I just as a kid, I used to not like the fact that, like, if I looked away and all of a sudden something stabs me in the arm, like, that I didn't like. But my weird thing with needles is that, like, if I, if I watch the needle go in, then it doesn't really bother me. Because, I mean, you, I've had to get a, you know, I've had to deal with needles a lot. You know, obviously, you're growing up, you did your normal vaccinations uh like as of recently you know both doses of the of the shimona virus vaccine uh and on top of that you know besides vaccinations and stuff i have i have two tattoos currently uh one on my left arm like left bicep and the other one on my right arm on my forearm now the one on my forearm hurt a lot more but I guess just the thing of like watching the needle do its magic. It's like I, I guess in that way it comforts me because I know the pain is coming. Or like, I just no getting a tattoo didn't really hurt. I mean, it's like it was like less. It felt less like it was almost like a bee sting, but not as painful because it's done like several times over a surface area. Um, let's see A to Z. What are some? weird ones. I'm going over phobias first, and then later I'm going to cover just general fears. Um, this is a list of, like, this is like an ADZ list of some of the more common phobias that people have, and I'm just going to go through ones that I didn't mention before. Um, anthropophobia is a, is a fear of people or society. Uh, one of the really common ones that you know a lot of people have is arachnophobia, which is a fear of spiders. And 
I kind of did that, like with spiders. I'm not really scared. Of sp- I I can handle like small spiders. Those are fine. But you you hand me a tarantula, I'm. I was gonna say I'm just I'll start freaking out, but literally I'll just be frozen because I'm like, all right, this is cool. Now get this thing off of me. <laughs> God, I just spit everywhere with that. Um, uh, a ton, what automatonophobia which is a fear of human-like figures. Now, I've gone through this list a little bit, just kind of skimmed over it, and that kind of reminds me of another fear that I've actually been kind of interested in. I've seen a couple of YouTube videos on. It's called uh, submechanophobia, which is a fear of, like, man-made objects or man-made machines. Uh, It's submerged in water. So you think, like, you go to, like, an amusement park. You go, let's say, Disney World. And there's like a, a water feature and every once in a while there's an animatronic that comes out of it and does a thing. Uh, just the fact that that animatronic is sitting there in the water freaks a lot of people out. And I mean, I get that because I'm sure a lot of people with some mechanophobia think like, well, what if I happen to get stuck in the water and, you know, I open my eyes and see this just like just this robot thing just staring at me underwater. Yeah, like I get it, I totally get it. But uh, like one example they gave was it was there's like this river ride. I don't know if it was a Disney park or some park, but basically you're in this boat thing and you go along this river. And along this river there are uh, animatronic animals. Like there's monkeys, there's like a couple giraffes, I think. But there's one part you pass by this this pool of water, and as you pass by it, this shark head comes out. You know, almost like it's gonna attack you, and it doesn't. It doesn't come too close to the boat, but you know, it comes out of the water, and that I can, I mean, I can totally understand. You know, the thought behind some mechanophobia. It's just, yeah. So basically, yeah, it's a fear of any man-made thing that is submerged in water. Uh, going back through this list, uh, bacteriophobia, which is a fear of bacteria. Uh, bibliophobia, which is a fear of books. Uh, <laughs> cacophobia, which is a fear of ugliness. Uh, chronometrophobia is a fear of clocks. Uh, cholerophobia, which is a fear of clowns. Um, I know a lot of people that have that. I think my wife and my sister actually have a fear of clowns. Because, and I quote, towns are, clowns are terrifying. And, I mean, yeah, I did it. <laughs> um, what else? What else? Ephibophobia, <laughs> which is a fear of teenagers. Teenagers stare the living shit out of me. <laughs> uh, Demophobia is a fear of marriage. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> or ladies, I mean, this is an, this is an LGBTQ plus friendly podcast but gamophobia that just is it a fear of marriage or is it a fear of commitment con some of you out <laughs> I'm just kidding uh, genophobia is a fear of knees genophobia G-Y-N-O is a fear of women uh, hemophobia is a fear of blood um this one, hippopotomonstrosesquipedaliophobia, 
is a fear of long words, ironically. <laughs> Hypochondria is a fear of illness. <clears throat> now, you might have heard the term, you know, people refer to as hypochondriacs. And basically, those are people that, like, think the slightest thing wrong with them, like a seizure or everything, is, like, something drastic. Like, they're like, oh, I have a sneeze. I must be dying. I need to go to the hospital. Like, no, you don't. You just have a cold. Take some medicine. You'll get over it by tomorrow. Uh, I've actually known a couple people who were hypochondriacs. And sometimes, like, I guess my wife is going to call me out on this. Sometimes I have been guilty of it. Like, I'm not a hypochondriac by nature. But sometimes, like, sometimes I've acted like one. So, yeah. Um, Leukophobia is a fear of the color white. Uh, Latiophobia is a fear of childbirth. Uh, Megalophobia is a fear of large things. Uh, Melanophobia, kind of the opposite of leukophobia, is a fear of the color black. Uh, What else here? Necrophobia is a fear of death or dead things. Uh, Noctophobia, fear of the night. Nictophobia is a fear of the dark. Fear of the Night kind of sounds... Doesn't it sound like a, a weird sequel to, like, a Castlevania game? Castlevania, Fear of the Night. Uh, obesophobia is a fear of gaining weight. Uh, octophobia is a fear of the of the figure eight, or I, did, I guess it could be the number eight as well. Uh, ornithophobia is a fear of birds. Uh, what else? Pedophobia is a fear of children. Uh, what is it? Philophobia is a fear of love. <laughs> Phobophobia is a fear of phobias. So if you're scared of being scared of stuff. Uh, pyrophobia is a fear of fire. Uh, what else here? Sociophobia is a fear of... Fear of social evaluation. Selenophobia, fear of the moon. Uh, Tacophobia is a fear of speed. Trypophobia is a fear of holes. And I know that is definitely a common one that I've seen a lot of people have. Like, it's people who, like, if you look at, like, a like a honeycomb, basically, or you look at something that just has a lot of holes in it, some, uh, that freaks a lot of people out. It doesn't, you know, like, I, I personally am not freaked out by it, but I know, I definitely know people who are. Um, Venus Trypophobia. Venus trapphobia is a fear of beautiful women. Uh, Wiccophobia is a fear of witches and witchcraft, which thankfully I don't have because my wife, you know, proclaims herself as a witch. So I don't want to be like, ah, ah burn her at the stake, me. <laughs> uh, xenophobia is a fear of strangers or foreigners. Uh, zoophobia is a fear of animals. Now. One they don't mention on this, and one I am definitely guilty of, is thalassophobia. Now, thalassophobia is defined as the persistent and intense fear of deep bodies of water, water such as the sea, oceans, pools, or lakes. Uh, though closely related, thalassophobia should not be mistaken with aquaphobia, which is classified as the fear of water itself. Thalassophobia can include fear of being in deep bodies of water, fear of the vast emptiness of the sea, of sea waves, sea creatures, and fear of distance from land. The causes of thalassophobia are not clear and are a subject of research by medical professionals as they vary greatly between individuals. Yeah, basically, like, 
if you like basically you can't because this is different from aquaphobia because aquaphobia is people who are afraid of the water just entirely and they don't want to be in the water thalassophobia is you can like you can be in the water but if you're plopped like in the middle of a lake if you're swimming in the middle of a lake then that would freak you out like personally for me like lights like if i'm in part of a lake where i can't see the bottom and i'm swimming in it i start freaking out because you know i don't know what's below me and just that it just freaks me out like and i think it started as a kid too because there were a lot of times as a kid like i would look at the deep end i would see like the deep end of a pool and not want to swim in it because in my mind i imagined like some type of sea creature like a shark or something waiting there to to grab me and it was irrational it was you know totally it was kind of stupid to think of but that's how my mind worked as a kid and i don't th- you know obviously i kind of grew out of that but i still i'm still uneased by deep bodies of water like that um one good example it even applies to video games because uh this is a game called shadow of the colossus which if you haven't played it for all you gamers out there if you haven't played it definitely go you know, buy it or whatever it should be pretty cheap now but there are a couple times in the game where you have to deal with deep bodies of water and it's just it's like there's one where you have to get to a platform that's in the middle of a lake and like, the character you play as like you're swimming towards it and when i was playing i accidentally pan the camera down so that you see like from underneath the water your character swimming but just below your character was just you know dark deep water and I was just like, mm, no, no thanks. And what made it worse is that the further I got into the game, there was another uh, one of these Colossus that you had to fight. One of them was, you know, actually actually swimming around in the lake. So you had to grab onto it and like follow it underwater for parts of it. And literally all you see is just like you, this Colossus, and just like empty dark water. And I'm just like, well, I just shit my pants. <laughs> But yeah, philosophobia is definitely one of my biggest. Uh, there's not a lot of. I already stated a bunch of fears that have like situational uh, acrophobia or situational fear of heights, uh, just you know fear of wasps, hornets, cicadas, uh, philosophobia. Um, I think that's all the phobias I can think of. Uh, I just like to move on to uh, just general fears. Uh, I don't think this episode is going to be very long at this point. It's just something I wanted to talk about. Um, actually, what brought on this episode was uh, my fear of wasps because today at work, I was helping my dad do a uh, like we were we were turning sprinklers on because they hadn't been turned on since uh, spring. So we're like, all right, it's getting hot now. We need to turn on the sprinklers. So there was one box that we had to open. And as soon as we opened the lid, we saw that there was like the start of a wasp nest there with one wasp kind of just sitting on it and darting it. And while I, while we were doing that, I could barely, I could barely concentrate on what we were doing because I kept looking over at this wasp. And I'm like, all right, you just stay there. And you know, if you stay there, we're cool. Like, you don't have to come over here. You don't have to do anything. Just stay there. No. We'll be Gucci.
But where's that? Um, I guess any of the other fears I can list off. Uh, stuff that kind of unsettles me is, I mean, and this, a lot of video games kind of play on these fears, but there's a, I forget the name of the game, but there's this game that involves, like, the main uh, scary thing in it is, like, this fox creature, and there's, it's like a story-based game, it's like a point-and-click story horror game, and there's one part where you're, like, you're this kid, and you're looking out, well, you're, the whole game you're playing as a kid, and you're looking out this window, and you imagine, I think you see, it, but they're not really there, you see all these animals kind of on two legs, just dance around, have their good time, and all of a sudden they just stop and stare in your direction, and the, uh, the, uh, narration from your character goes before the actual thing happens, and it's said that, like, one of the creatures all of a sudden starts sprinting towards you. And then as soon as that dialogue cuts off, one of the, like, the fox-looking shadow thing just all of a sudden goes from being far away and still to just... Like, it just ran so fast towards the screen, and I'm just like, ah, no! One thing that I know freaks a lot of people out, and they definitely do this in horror games, too, is... It's like, is creepy children. Creep, or, (laughs) like, if I'm going around a house and I turn into a long hallway and I see a child at the end of the hallway, I'm either running out of the house or running towards this thing and punt kicking it through a window. (laughs) Just, just no. That is not okay. Um, I guess some things, like, I guess as a kid, they used to scare me. (laughs) I remember... I don't remember where it was, but there was this Star Wars store that I went to with my mom and uh, my uncle on my mom's side, so her brother. And there was like a huge Darth Vader thing that really freaked me out, and I remember hiding behind my uncle. Um, another thing that freaked me out as a kid, and I think I told the story uh, a couple episodes ago, but there used to be this, there was these series of games called Living Books which basically took, like, a children's book and turned it into an interactive point-flip thing. Like, you would go through different pages of the book, and they would read off, like, the page, but then it gave you the freedom to click around the screen and do whatever. And I think the first one they released, and it was actually an original by one of the, like, developers, somebody on the team, was Harry in the Haunted House. Now, it was a story about these... It was anthropomorphic animals, and... The one day there were just there was four of them. There was like there was a like a dog, uh, a skunk, a cat, and a rabbit. And for some reason, the dog, the anthropomorphic dog, I think it was his name was Harry. He also had a pet dog that was just that was just a dog, which that's and no, that brings me to the whole Disney thing. Like if Mickey's a mouse and Minnie's a mouse. And Donald's a duck and Doofy, if they're all animals and they can talk, why is Pluto just a fucking dog? But, so, anyway, uh, Harry and the Haunted House starts off with all these kids, they're playing baseball, and uh, Harry accidentally hits a home, hits the ball into this house that all the kids say is haunted. So, they work up the courage to go into the house to get their ball back, and the moral, whole moral of the story is that you know, there's nothing actually scary in the house. It was just them, you know, imagining things. It was their imagination, you know, 
taking it over. And they're like, the scariest thing in this house was ourselves. But anyway, they're going through this house. And there's this one part where they're going through this hallway. And the uh, the dog dog, like not the anthropomorphic dog, the dog dog uh, stops to stretch his ear. And none of the other, the three boys in the group, they don't see the dog. So they're like, what the hell? They're like, what was that? And they start imagining stuff it could be. Like, one of them imagines a skeleton. One of them imagines a big hairy monster. And the other one imagines a zombie. And the zombie one used to fright me. Because when they imagined these, it played in a little thought bubble above their head. And it was it's very cartoony now. It's very stupid now. But when I was a kid, I looked at, like, the zombie thought bubble. And it was just... It had this, like, piano music. It was like... It, was like, it might be a zombie dragging one foot. It very ominous. It was creepy piano music for a kid's game. And just that and just the image of a zombie shuffling to that. That used to freak me out. Like I used to hide under the desk and that popped up. Of... Uh, yeah, that was. But actually, if you if you're able to get a hold of any of the Living Board games now, I highly recommend it. They sh- they still have a bunch around, I think. Like, dude, there's all the originals. Uh, they did a bunch of ones for Doctor Seuss games. Uh, I remember. I think I had two of the Doctor Seuss ones. I had Cat in a Hat and Green Eggs and Ham. But yeah. Um. God, what else used to? Uh, I used to be deathly afraid of Chucky. If you knew you. If you guys know Chucky, you know, the murder murderous doll. I used to be terrified of Chucky when I was little. Because I think I saw I saw the box art for the VHS in a music store, because, you know, that's how old I am. We had VHSs. And I remember seeing the VHS and the box was just it was just black with Chucky kind of giving you the side eye and smiling really creepy like. And as a kid that really freaked me out. But, yeah, now I look at Chucky and I'm like, really? I used to be scared of this. But, yeah. Yeah? Is that all you wanted to say, Dorian? Um, I... I think that's all I got for fears and stuff. Uh, This wasn't as in-depth as I thought it was going to be, but, you know, I I can always do a part two, maybe at a later date. And I might actually bring somebody on at a later date just, you know, to get a second voice on all this. But I think that's going to do it for my fears episode. Um, if you want, you know, on my social medias, my Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you know, let me, let me know what you guys were scared of. If you have any fears, if you had any fears as a kid, if you still have any fears now, let me know. Social media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all Super Team 64. Uh, as always, I will put the link to the podcast Twitter in the description at whatever podcast. Uh, also, in the description, you will also find links to send me a voice message, the ranker, and there's also the link to help support this podcast. Uh, it just, you know, it's a way to help me do this podcast better. And if you do choose to support this podcast, I am currently on the mission for a second USB microphone so I can actually have more guests on the show. So if you want to help me in that venture, you know, definitely consider supporting this podcast. You totally don't have to, but me 
and Dorian here, and Mochi, my two cats, will definitely appreciate it, you know. It helps support them, and they can actually afford to have some treats. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, obviously, you have my social medias, you got links in the description, and that's gonna be it for me. I hope you didn't find this episode too spoopy. <laughs> God, what am I doing with my life? Um, but yeah, that's gonna be it for me. I hope you guys, uh, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys stay hydrated. Bless your face if you sneezed while listening to this. Bless you. As always, I'm Cameron. I hope you have a great day, and I love you all. Bye bye.